the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. If you've been listening, you'll know that we are at week number three of three weeks, a mini-series that we are calling the Inward Spiritual Disciplines. And today, we're ending that mini-series with a show titled, The Inward Discipline of Study. So this mini-series finds foundation on a book written by Richard Foster called Celebration of Discipline. And in Foster's book, he organizes the disciplines in three categories, inward disciplines, outward disciplines, and corporate disciplines. So you're listening right here again to the third part of the mini-series focusing on these inward disciplines. So just to catch you up, if you're just listening to this show for the first time, I want to just give you a highlight of where we've been. In this mini-series, we've talked about the inward discipline of meditation. So this is what we would call Christian meditation. We talked about what it means and how to practice meditating on the Word of God. Last episode, we actually explored two disciplines, both prayer and fasting, We talked about the fact that fasting always involves prayer. And what we learned from Richard Foster, actually, is that prayer is the most central spiritual discipline. And the reason for that is because it brings us into a perpetual communion with God the Father. Now, to to finish the conversation on inward spiritual disciplines today, we're talking about the discipline of study or studying Scripture. Now, as a reminder, spiritual disciplines alone do not produce a thriving walk with God. And here's what I mean. There are people that we all know that have read the Bible, attended church, given an offering, gone to a small group, but yet remain far from God. See, spiritual disciplines, just doing them, does not mean you're a giant in the faith. But when you have a wholehearted pursuit of God only— It results in how you practice and apply spiritual disciplines. And here's what spiritual disciplines do. They both strengthen your faith, they make it stronger, but they develop it. So they mature it and they bring it to the next level. So when you read your Bible or you pray or you worship, it doesn't mean you turn into a spiritual giant. But I know there are friends of mine like 
like Pastor Ray. Pastor Ray is a spiritual giant in my mind. He's been a mentor to me and discipled me as I was a young pastor, and he has poured into me. But every time Pastor Ray wanted to get closer to God or uh, needed to leverage his faith or to call on God for a miracle, he leaned into the spiritual disciplines. Or I have another friend of mine named Pastor Gordon that actually proved as a great mentor in my life. And what maintained his faith until the end of his life was the fact that he was faithfully building his relationship with God through the spiritual disciplines, not not reading the Bible and praying just to see if God gives him extra favor, but but leaning into the disciplines so he could truly know God and be known by him. And there's another, both of those guys are pastors, but I know Brother Dave was a guy who was a spiritual giant, not a pastor. Same thing. He had this practice of worship that that both strengthened and developed his faith. See, these spiritual giants lean into the disciplines not necessarily to be more holy, but to remain strong in their faith when they face trials or have a major need or have a burden or simply just want to know God. See, the spiritual disciplines both express your pursuit of God, but they also expand your pursuit of God. They they express it. here. Here's what it means to me. It, it's my expression of knowing God, but it expands my intimacy with God. So like you, as you're listening to the show, we want to grow in our walk with God. We want to develop spiritually, and these inward spiritual disciplines will help us be closer to God. So today, we're going to explore, in this episode, the discipline of study, the inward discipline of study. When I went to seminary, I walked in, and it was a very academic situation, and it was interesting in the very kind of beginning in the first classes that I I attended, uh, comments like this were, were given. Hey, this is a spiritual environment. You're here because you want to walk with God. You want to deepen your faith with God. You want to fulfill your calling that God has given you. And this was so true. So there is this spiritual component. Our very first class was was a class built on knowing God and praying and, and and getting in tune with what God was doing. And at the same time, the seminary was a very academic environment. There was reading and writing and synthesizing your thoughts and contributing and banter and, and just you're in this academic, spiritual academic environment and you are iron sharpening iron and certainly being sharpened by others and the professors. But what we learned is this. It didn't have to be either or. For example, it didn't have to be only spiritual or only academic. And I surmised this statement and maybe a direct quote. I wish I could attribute it to someone. But they said this, you don't have to check your brain at the door when you're in this environment and you want to be spiritual. You can use your head while you pursue God. And, and this idea of the, the discipline of study is learning actually how to do that, how to use the mind that God has given you to know God. See, the purpose of the disciplines is a transformation of your life. It's to to make you uh, walk in new identity. So we don't practice the discipline of study. So we earn some credit with God. The fact is, we practice study to align ourselves with God. 
and to be transformed from the humanity that is ourselves to be spiritually minded and rooted in the things of God. In fact, Romans mentions this as Paul writes, do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed. Hear the next phrase, by the renewing of your mind. That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. See, the world thinks from the perspective of me. What do I need? What can I do? How can I achieve? But as Paul writes in Romans chapter 12, we need to be renewed in our mind, in our new thinking, so we can align with God's ways instead of our own. And this is the idea of spiritual development, is that we know God and we're known by Him. And so when we study, it's a way to know God's will. And not only knowledge, but it's a way to rehearse or practice God's will. See, the Bible teaches us to renew our mind. So as you're listening in today, I want you to be challenged. In the second half of the show, we're going to talk about sort of the four stages of of this kind of uh, study and, and help us with our thinking. But we're framing that by thinking about renewing our mind, helping our thinking align with God, to study God's word, to know it so we can apply it and live it. We talk about hiding God's word in our heart. I'm writing my dissertation right now, my uh, Doctor of Ministry project, and I'm doing a uh, one of the chapters is a biblical theological review. Another one is a professional literature review. And so the idea is, what does the Bible say? What do other leaders say? And here's the deal. So I can critically think and synthesize and hear from the Holy Spirit of God, what is he saying to me and what is he saying through me? I make it part of me. See, this is what it means to study and to hide God's word in your heart is to make it part of who you are. Listen to Philippians chapter four. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if anything is excellent, whether there's anything that's worthy of praise, think about these things. So true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, praiseworthy. See, the discipline of study that we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about the four stages uh, in the second half of the show, but the discipline of study is the primary vehicle to, as Philippians says, think about these things. See, Christians can offer a faithful church attendance. Christians can faithfully connect in a small group or in a church ministry. However, what I want us to hear today is that deep, Spiritual transformation always includes the study of Scripture, the study of God's Word. So in the second half of the show, we're going to break down what study is. And you could take these four steps and you'll be able to practice studying God's Word and applying God's Word. And I'll set it up this way. As we talked about at the beginning of this mini-series, we talked about meditation. And today we're talking about study. See, meditation is more devotional, but study now involves an analytical perspective where we're digging in and we're researching to a point that it's not only about my feeling or about an application, but it's about applying God's truth from his word to all things in our life so we can truly love God with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, 
in all of our strength. And in return, we can love our neighbors as ourselves. So as you're listening, I want you to stay tuned because I'll be back to wrap up our discussion about the inward discipline of study. And I'm going to talk about Foster's four steps of study. So keep listening. You're listening right now to your discipleship coach on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Break. Thank you for staying tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm Michael Smith, your host, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. So right now we're ending the mini-series on the inward spiritual disciplines as we talk today about the discipline of study. And on the front end of the show, we introduced... Uh, just the thought of this three-part mini-series on the inward spiritual disciplines and introduce this thought of study, the inward discipline of study, the study of Scripture. Now, as we get into the second half of the show here, we're going to look at Richard Foster's four steps of study. You know, I want to think about this. When you study, how did, how did you study for a test in school? So one of my daughters right now, is learning the the 50 states and all of the state capitals. And so when we started learning the first 13 colonies, what we did is we just repeated over and over, and I would point to different states on the map, and I would do it in different orders till my daughter could visualize the state and then name that state. And it was a matter of just going over it and using, you know, touch, using sight, using sound in the different senses. I guess if I was a great dad, I would have had a snack with it and thrown in taste. I don't know what that's like. But what we did is we added, once we get the the, the states down in the geography, we had to learn to uh, just couple that state with its capital. So we practiced over and over. You know, I know that many of you, when we learn uh, on uh, about a certain topic or we take a vocabulary test or we're learning a language, a lot of it is just rote memory and memorizing so we can recall facts. And that sort of introduces the first step of, of, of study and study scripture. Step number one is the step of repetition. It's just repeating it over and over. See, when we read the Bible, I've heard people say, oh, man, I, I've actually never read that verse before or that book before. But I have this novel thought. Once you read it, you can never say, I've not read that before. Now, God might give you a new insight, but the repetition of reading it helps. Because repetition guides the mind in a specific direction. Repeating something is how we develop habits. See, when I get up in the morning, I'll make coffee, and then I almost by default will go to my chair, and in my chair, I reach my, my hand up and grab my Bible and read my Bible. But on the days that I don't make the coffee or I don't go to my chair, it's hard for me to find the rhythm to read my Bible because I've, I've changed the repeated routine. See, repetition and study conditions the heart. And it's true. It's for good things or bad things. In fact, uh, when we repeat different things, it changes life. I can think about repetition that desensitizes things in our life. For example, there are things that are watched today 
on te- on television and in movies that would appall my grandmother if she was alive today because she actually had one mode of thinking when she did that form of entertainment. But we've been desensitized over and over again. I can think about being in high school. I was part of this this uh, team called a Bible quiz team, and we had to memorize chapters in the Bible. And as a high school student, I would actually write out four or five verses uh, each verse on an index card, and I would put them in my back pocket in in passing periods and in downtime in my classes. I would pull out those index cards and just read them and memorize them and learn them. And I would do it for the entire day over and over and over and over till I could say them without looking at them. So the first form of study was a repetition that just helped me embrace it. Now, the second step of study moves from repetition to concentration. So step number two of the discipline of study is concentration. That centers the mind. And so if I already give you this challenge and I said, okay, I'm going to show you a wall that's covered with blue circles, yellow squares, red triangles, and purple octagons. What I want you to do in the next 30 seconds is to count all of the red triangles. So then 30 seconds expires. And what if I asked you, how many yellow squares are there? you would have a hard time answering how many yellow squares were on there because your concentration would have been on something else, would have been on red triangles, even though the squares were there. See, our culture has emphasized worldly things and de-emphasized God's word, de-emphasized God's standards and his ways. And I contend that it's time to focus and re-emphasize God's word so we can lose focus on the things of the world. See, God's ways are right in front of us, like the red triangles, but we're too busy looking at the yellow squares. See, God does not change. We've just become distracted, so we must concentrate on the Word of God, on whatsoever things are true and honorable and just and pure and lovely, commendable and excellent and praiseworthy. We we study, we think about these things, we repeat them, we concentrate on them. So we're wrapping up this conversation today on the inward discipline of study, and we know that study includes repetition. Number two, it includes concentration. But number three, it includes comprehension, comprehension. So we're all familiar that there are Ten Commandments listed in in Deuteronomy and in Exodus, and one of the commandments that is among the list is to honor your father and your mother. Now, as a, as a child, I knew where that command came from. It was one of the Ten Commandments, and I, I was well aware that I should honor my father and my mother. And even today, I, I, I hope that my children do the same to me. And I'll ask my son, would you take out the trash? And, you know, we interpret that differently sometimes. My son, will I take out the trash? He might be thinking, of course, whether it's today or tomorrow or next week, or I'll take it out. No worries, Dad. You know, and I'm thinking, no, I'm thinking you should do this right away, all the way with a happy heart, get this thing done, take out the trash. But but that form of, of taking out the trash is a type of obedience. But I'm looking for more than simple obedience. See, I looked at, the, uh, at, at what obedience means. To obey is to comply with a command, to comply with a direction or a request. And it even goes as far to obey as to submit, to submit to an authority. But when I look at this discipline of study, it's repetition, concentration, and comprehension. 
So when I, I look at this, this idea that we're to honor our father and mother, the commandment is not just obey, it's to honor. It's not to comply or submit. It's to actually give high respect and great esteem to our father and mother. Honor seeks to elevate the person that's being honored rather than just feel like I'm winning because I've complied with the command. See, in one sense, obedience surfaces a tension between a request or a requirement and my own action and the pain that it takes to accomplish that act, act, uh, action. But honor is selfless and it's focused on another person. Although I knew the command to honor my father and my mother, I did not truly comprehend its meaning until I understood the word honor. So learn, yes. Become familiar, yes. But comprehend. Make it part of who you are. Yes, yes, yes. Hide God's word in your heart because that's what keeps you from sin. See, study makes the application of God's word a way that we honor God. It's a matter of the heart. So the four steps of study, and Foster talks about this in his book, Celebration of Discipline, is repetition, concentration, comprehension, and then finally, reflection, pondering the meaning of what is studied so we can come and hear what it says, but see it in new light and in new ways. Reflection includes understanding it, but reflection includes interpreting what it means and evaluating it and applying it to your life. So as an example, the Bible says to love your enemies, and we should be thoughtful of this command, this idea that fulfills the gospel to love our enemies. We should be mindful of that throughout the entire day. We should be mindful of loving our enemies when we interact with others. We should possibly retreat during the day or for a day, who knows how long, to focus on loving our enemies. There's a self-accountability, but but reflection might even apply outside accountability. So the four steps of study is repetition, concentration, comprehension, and reflection. So this is the mini-series on the inward discipline. So thanks for listening today about study. And I hope through this, this series you're inspired to grow spiritually. And I'll ask if you want any assistance and partnership to grow spiritually and, and maybe apply this thought of study, we want to help you at Professional Coach University. If you're curious to how coaching can help you in your everyday life, whether it's personal or spiritual or business or whatever, you can visit us at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. We actually make a, available to you a free coaching readiness questionnaire to see if you're ready for coaching. And then we could partner with you and help you advance in your faith. Listen, I'd love if you'd do me the favor of following your discipleship coach on social media, follow our, our podcast, maybe find the follow button on the, the website right here on the radio station. Share this episode with your friends. We want to partner with you as you walk in faith. Just visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life and say thank you to our sponsors. Chicago Indian Church at ChicagoIndianChurch.com and Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University, where you can become a certified coach or just invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Just visit ProfessionalCoachUniversity.com. Hey, thanks for listening. I want you to know that I am for you. 
and God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.